Hey guys, it's Trisha Carr. I have new exciting things going on with my Mystic Arts Academy. You can now subscribe to receive all of the live monthly content for about a third of the investment of a single class. Included are at least one downloadable guided meditation per month, two live events ranging from classes, channeled messages, group readings, intuitive development guidance, Q&A sessions, and tons of community. You'll also have access to a private Facebook community for fellowship and support, and this space is kept super sacred and high vibrational. Your subscription gives you access to the whole library of classes and live events, which are on a vast array of topics. All events are offered online by Zoom video call, and many are also offered live in person at my studio here in Los Angeles. Subscribing to the Mystic Arts Academy is also a way for you to support the Charmed Life podcast and engage on a deeper level. I'm offering the subscription at a super low rate of $22 a month. Joining now locks in this rate for as long as you're subscribed. Click on the description of this episode or go to my website, trishacarcharm.com, and click on Mystic Arts Academy. I look forward to connecting. Welcome to Charmed Life, a multimedia podcast discussing spirituality, magic, and the unconditional love of the universe. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm your host, Trisha Carr. Welcome to this episode. I'm really excited. This is a super fun episode. Do you guys remember a few months back, a few several episodes back, and I had on the artist Michelle Vazel, and we premiered her single, Fire Goes to Die, and she was in studio, and it was really awesome. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, this is an episode from, like I say, several months ago, and you can check it out. And I have another amazing musician, and who is he's also a healer, in studio today. So welcome to Charmed Life. Jacob Mondry. Hi, Jacob. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to get to know you. So we actually met through Michelle. Yes. And um, so you have so much going on. I don't even know where to start. Why don't you tell us about your journey? Because you are a healer. You have a, spe- a specific healing modality that you practice. and But then also, obviously, the music and the creativity is your healing. Mm-hmm. So let's hear the story. Yeah. <laughs> How did it all start? <laughs> well, I've been a singer and a songwriter for about... 10 years and I love doing it and I feel like um, writing songs and performing is healing for myself Mm -hmm. and I like to write songs that heal people that are open to it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the songs um, tend to be about, um, well, they're about love and relationships, but they can be about healing and and my newest song is about healing um, through being grateful for the earth. That's so so aligned with everything that I do. So we, like I said, we don't we haven't met before. We don't know each other. And so you probably don't know a lot of my work. I'm an animal communicator and nature mm-hmm. telepath too, and I work with Gaia energy. It's and actually my what I call myself, you ask me what I teach, I what I actually align with is that I'm a teacher of nature and spirit. So Beautiful. I see, you know, the inner planes are helping us to ascend just as much as the higher planes or the higher frequency planes. I, I kind of just see them as mirrors, as above, so below, right? Beautiful. Wow, that's amazing. So what's the name of the single? 
It's called Standing on the Face of the Earth. Yeah, that's right. I did hear that. I saw mm-hmm. the live performance of it. We'll put links in the post for you guys to be able to catch all of the different... You have a video with it too, Evan? Yeah, there's a video awesome. as well. Okay, cool. So um, that's beautiful. And what is so what has this uh, journey been like for you? How did you come and tell us about the Balinese healing modality that you work with and some of those experiences? Yeah, so I study with a um, a channel as well. Her name is Candace Silvers. Oh, okay, great. In Toluca Lake, right by here. That's amazing. I have to have Candace on. Yes, <laughs> I'm like I love her already. Yes. <laughs> okay. So she leads retreats to Bali, mm. to Marrakesh, to Italy, all around the world. Mm. And about ten or so years ago, on a retreat to Bali, she was introduced to um, many healers. Uh, she was introduced to many healers, um, and um, on one of these particular retreats, she met this one healer who was doing a modality called Shiva Murti. Mm-hmm. And the modality was so mind-blowingly brilliant. Mm. Um, it, it was in the middle of the jungle, by the way. I mean, yeah. she, it took years to find these healers because they're not really accessible to uh, Western people. Mm. So in the jungles of Bali, she found this particular modality that was so incredible. Mm. So then fast forward a couple of years, she really wanted to learn this modality. So she was able to track down the master teacher of this modality in Bali. Wow. And we went and we met him and we said, can we learn this modality? And he, <laughs> through a translator, because they don't speak English, yeah. through a translator, he said, um, absolutely, you know, come back next year and I will teach you to do this. Mm. So Candace said, do you want to do this with me? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> sounds amazing. <laughs> and she said, you know, we're probably not going to be able to do this. Only Balinese people do it. We don't understand their culture and their perspective on life, and we're going to do everything we can to learn it, but there's no guarantee we're going to actually be able to do this. Mm-hmm. It'll just be a great story that we can tell our grandkids. We went to Bali and learned a, a healing modality. Yeah. Um, but lo and behold, we were able to do it. And we brought it back to America and started healing people. Um, people with, you know, basic things like back pain or with, you know, injuries. But then we started healing people who have stage four cancer, mm. people who can't walk. Wow. Um, one of the people that uh, Candace healed um, wasn't able to walk um, two months ago mm-hmm. um, without, um, you know, uh, what do you call a walker. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just um, got married about a week ago and she sent us videos of her dancing oh, gosh. at her Chills. own wedding. That's amazing. So we didn't know it was going to be able to do this. We saw Balinese healers helping people walk, but we didn't know we would be able to do it, mm-hmm. and stage four cancer. So mm-hmm. now hospitals in L.A. are starting to do pilot programs to research this modality because they Amazing. cannot understand how it's able to do this. Wow. So they're, they're sending us their patients that they're not really sure how to help, um, and and they're doing the, um, studies to see if it you know how it works. And so it's just you and Candace who have this now in the U.S.? Are you teaching other folks? We were in the first group. Mm-hmm. Candace brought a, a group of her students to Bali to learn mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody filmed that trip. Um, a, a, an award-winning uh, filmmaker is one of Candace's students. Her name is Tommy May. And she mm-hmm. said, Candace, can I film this yeah. retreat? Um, you know, who knows what we'll make of it, but, you know, can I can I try? And Candace said, sure. It'll be very strange, I'm sure, but good luck editing it. Um, and lo and behold, she created a brilliant documentary that is in film festivals across the world. I love it. And it's now streaming on Gaia. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So the documentary is called The Sixth Floor. Okay. And it's about um, us learning this modality in Bali. It's about Candace's work. It's about um, how Western medicine is a great tool, mm-hmm. but there's so much that Western medicine isn't able to do and touch and heal. Right. So here's another opportunity. Because yeah. in Bali, it's a third world country. So most mm-hmm. of the people there can't afford Western medicine. Mm-hmm. So they never inbred out healers. Yeah. Like in America, we had Native American healers, but we mm-hmm. inbred that out because mm-hmm. we have Western medicine and most of the culture here says, well, Western medicine is the only thing that's real. Yeah, but it's getting harder for us to have <laughs> access to medicine, you know? Yeah. So I think uh, that's, that's yeah. I think that's a good thing, that a, a good outcome of the challenge of getting healthcare in our country because we can then open the door to other resources like that. Yeah, it's forcing us to go back us. to healers. Y- yes, exactly. That's wonderful. That's, gosh, I want to see that documentary. I'm going to have to check out all of this stuff. I'm really excited. So, um, yeah, by the way, so another thing that I am a, I'm a hypnotherapist, and one of my specialties is to work with creative artists for to enhance both their professionalism and their financial abundance and also their creativity in their profession. You know, that seems to be a juxtaposition, but I kind of bring, I help people to enhance that with the hypnotherapy practice. But hypnotherapy is really um in alignment with that all of that healing as well did i don't know if you know this but people are able to use hypno hypnosis for anesthesia because some people are completely allergic to anesthesia and with hypnosis they can be under and have major surgery like with organs and (laughs) things like Mm -hmm. that so what we can do with our our being outside of the you know outside of science or really metaphysically you know above the science is really powerful. So that's amazing. So UCLA UCLA Medical Center, are they actually using it? They're the ones who are studying it? Is that what you said? They're researching. Researching They're doing basically before and after. So Mm -hmm. they have um, patients who are before they work with us and the healing modality we do is called Shiva Murti. Mm -hmm. So they do tests before and then we give healings on them and then they test them after. Um, So this is their pilot program into seeing what the effects are. And is so Candace took the group of students and so that is the limit for who knows it in the US or who's trained in it? So then once we brought it back to America and started healing people, people mm-hmm. would approach us and say, Can we learn to do this modality? Mm-hmm. Um, people saw the documentary on Gaia and mm-hmm. reached out to us, like, how can we learn how to do this? Yeah. So Candace started uh, the Shiva Murti Healing Academy here in okay. Los Angeles. Cool. So now she's trained thirty five healers in this modality. Wow. And we also go to Bali every year, all of the healers who have trained, to go and study further That's with good, Candace yeah. and with our Balinese teacher because there's all of these levels and depths and, and things to the practice that we're constantly learning because mm-hmm. we've been doing this modality for about four years, mm-hmm. but the master of this modality has been doing it his whole life. So every year we go back, he shows us a little bit more. I love that because then you're you're ensuring the authenticity and uh, of the – you know, and you're respecting the antiquity of this, of all of the energy, of all of the healing that has gone into developing this particular modality. I think it's also a, it's also really good because we're in this climate where the intention of of coming together and sort of um, unearthing and bringing awareness to uh, groups that might be taken advantage of, then it's gotten a little bit separatist in in that, you know, people, if you if you refer to anything, any other culture or any other group that you mm-hmm. are not specifically, then you're called an appropriator. Right. 
but you guys are are bridging but that if we if we say well if you are not only speaking about you know whatever all of the categories that jacob can be aligned with then we're just separating ourselves yeah and we we need we need one another's energy we need one another's wisdom we need to come together in light and you and candace candace is doing it in the most authentic way by continuing to go to the master yeah. And I think that's just really amazing. To it's, us, it's very know, sacred. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, very sacred. It's not like we want to take what our teacher did and put our own spin on it. No, right. We yeah. really are very clear. We do as he is instructed. Mm-hmm. He knows, you know. I mean, for instance, like our ancestors know so much more than we do collectively. Sure. Yeah. So if we took all of their knowledge and we followed that path as, you know, um, devoutly as we could, imagine, you know, what we could do as opposed to saying, well, we want to recreate everything. Yes. And it's like, look at all this wisdom that's in front of us. Why are we trying to recreate something that's so brilliant and wise and has so much experience? Right. Well, and so now let's talk about uh, music. Let's talk about Mm -hmm. the the healing. Because I I read a story that you had an experience of helping a a, a child with healing by, (laughs) with song, right? Yeah. So tell us about that. Or any other story about music yeah. and healing. <laughs> it was a couple of years ago, and I was on Facebook, and someone I had recently met, she came in for a healing, mm-hmm. and she posted online about her daughter, mm-hmm. who I had met because she brought her daughter to um, the healing with her. Mm-hmm. And the daughter was in the hospital for open-heart surgery. Mm-hmm. She was born with a hole in her heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was about four or five years old at the time. She was already on her third open heart surgery, which oh is gosh. like, can you imagine? I can't imagine as a parent, you know, you know, right. having witnessing your child going through this, there's the stress, anxiety and yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, the un, not knowing how your child will heal or if they'll ever mm-hmm. fully heal and right. seeing that her post about her daughter, I thought, well, you know, what can I do? What can I do? And so I reached out to the mom and I said, um, can I come and sing songs for your daughter in the hospital? Mm. Because she's there for days, Yeah, you know? So she says, yes, she loves Moana. Oh. And so I said, okay, I know all of those songs. You do? You did already? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. But I learned. You're calling on it from the ancestors. Yes. <laughs> sacred moana gods in this moment i know show me the notes (laughs) that's so sweet you learned them so i learned them and i went to go and sing um, in the hospital for her Mm. and i had no idea how many kids were there in the hospital and there's just multiple floors like there's a whole children's section there's multiple children's sections and this is just at one hospital in la and then there's um cancer floor and then there's a chemo floor and there's just like you know there's so many sick people in one building yeah and when i would so i went and sang for this girl and um and i had met her before like a complete light like she Mm -hmm. is just a light pure Mm -hmm. pure joy and and she was just not that when i saw her she was so heartbroken and so depleted and um, to sing for her and even see a little bit of that spark come back. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought, well, there's so many people in these hospitals who need that. You know, they go to the hospital for the medicine and the surgery, but while you're there, you you have other needs. You need to be entertained. Right. Yeah. You need to be 
taken out of your pain. You can't just sit in your pain for however long you're there. You need to be lifted out of it. The joy. You need joy. You yeah. still need joy. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Not still. Maybe even more than ever. Exactly. Yeah. But where is that? Yeah. How do they get that? And the energy in hospitals is so thick. It's so yeah. challenging. It, as a, a person who's healthy, who you go in and you you know, and a child is completely open and so sensitive. So I, I one time had to go to the emergency room for, I don't remember what it was, actually. It was just an injury. It wasn't something that devastating. And my husband went to go get lunch, and I was there for an hour, and people crying in agony and just the energy of it. And I, when my husband came back, I was, I was bawling, and I was just a wreck. And he's like, are you yeah. okay? And I was like, we have to just get me out of here because I can't, I can't, you know, this energy is so painful and I, there's no way I w I'm going to heal and there's no way I can help either because <laughs> I'm, I'm just identifying to all of that pain. So that little girl, it's you know, collective. she's already dealing with her mm -hmm. own challenges, but then being so open yeah. as children are, then she's also uh, that, that again, like the energy is just thick and heavy and dense. Yeah. So to bring that levity and that joy. So yeah. how did it go? <laughs> well, um, it went well, <laughs> you know, I, I actually left kind of heartbroken, mm -hmm. not that I had, you know, really done a lot, mm -hmm. but that I had done a little mm -hmm. and that there was just so much more that could be done. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even know that there were that many people in hospitals. I didn't know mm -hmm. what the situation was because I hadn't spent much time in hospitals. And I went and I, the next person I saw, I had to tell somebody about this. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I know somebody who works at this organization called the Art of Elysium. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they bring singers and painters and dancers and theater people and filmmakers into hospitals or into assisted living centers yeah. um, to work with and entertain people who live there. So I said, well, that sounds like something I want to do. Yeah. So um, I work with Art of Elysium and I go into hospitals and places like this and I just, I sing to them or we write songs together. Mm. And it's really cool because it, I imagine it's very, very difficult to not see yourself as um, hurt or injured and to identify that's who you are yeah. when you're in that situation for so long. And just to be reminded like, that you're just a person, that mm -hmm. you're, you know, you can be in joy, that you can have a good time, even in a hospital. It's just, I think people really gravitate towards that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, wow, like, this is great. Like, this should be a natural part of mm. healing. Yes, absolutely. And again, with our culture here in the in the West, we just forget that. And, and uh, we, you know, we do, we're focusing, it's like we've become a little hyper-focused on the science yeah. the last hundred years or something, which is okay. It's the swing of the pendulum and there's education and help there. I actually, one time when I was studying, I, I studied voice for um, mm. 20 years, but it, like choral music is my thing. And so I was in a, a small ensemble and we went to, at Christmas time actually, that during the holidays, we went to um uh, a senior facility, you know, uh, senior living. Well, it was actually assisted living because they were um, all, you know, very, you know, quite advanced in age. And we sang to them, and they they pull they brought everyone in. We were walking from room to room, and there was this one lady who joined us, and she was like, and she was singing, and she was dancing and singing, and she was, you know, obviously able bodied. And she was singing all of the Christmas songs that we were singing. And then she was telling me that she's like, oh, I'm Jewish, but, you know, I don't care. <laughs> and then I said, I know one Jewish song. I know one Hebrew song. And she's like, really? And 
Oh, I can't even remember what it is right is now. Is it dreidel? No, it's not dreidel. Um, it's from, it, I know it because of, of Anne Frank. Um, mm. mm-hmm. Anyway, I can't think of it. I would totally sing it if I could remember it right now. And I was singing it to her, and I'm like, I don't even know if I'm singing the melody exactly right, but she was grasping my hands, and I don't think, I don't know if she knew it or was singing it with me, and she was just starting to, like, just, just mm-hmm. tears because it just meant so much that we were connecting in that way, and I... We found a way, and then they, we all, the the choir then went to like a main room, and people, they, you know, brought people in, some of them in wheelchairs and everything, and these people, many of the people were just weeping, and yeah. just weeping and weeping, and catharsis, healing, uh, or just mourning, you know, maybe they mm. were mourning the, I don't know, but it was really profound, so yeah. I have to check out this Elysium <laughs> group, it's, it's a volunteer organization. It's a volunteer organization, yeah. Thank you so much for talking about that. I think that's a wonderful, to be able to be of service. And that's a part of, I know that's a part of a 12-step programs. I have friends who are in 12-step mm-hmm. programs and how that is such a, an elevated way to manifest if that and to do your own healing. So um, thanks for reminding us of that. It's really beautiful. So music is healing. And that's something, because I, I was, I opened up to my, you know, metaphysically, later in life and my husband and I had already been together for a thousand years and so when we were like trying to figure out what this was and when I was explaining to him because he's a musician I was like it's just the same like when I'm reading like when I'm doing an intuitive psychic reading or animal communication it feels exactly like the creative it is the creative process I sit there I clear my mind I feel for whatever is meant to come and it comes from nowhere Mm -hmm. to here and that's it and I just and that's something that I've always since then really understood and I think that brings our healing and the other parts of what we do into focus because it used to be that the church and science and art were one entity or at least they flowed one to the other and one wasn't isolated by the other or one wasn't cast out as that's weird and that's that's not um um uh, that's not valid right mm-hmm. but I think we need all the parts of ourselves yes so we were going to do a couple of things. We're going to yes. do some in studio. Um, you're going to do a little singing for us. We're yes. going to we're going to add it. We're going to do it in our our booth here at my studio here. By the way, you guys, I, I've only recently moved here about a month ago. We have other components. We have other rooms. So we're going to go over head over to the field, which is the name of mine and my husband's business over there, and um, we're going to let you and heal us with music. And um, that's going to be great. So we'll do that. Before I do the music, yeah. I was wondering, would you like a Shiva Murti healing? Because uh, I would yeah. love to give you a healing. Absolutely. Oh, I actually had a question too. Yes. So does this, is it particularly for physical healing or does it work for also mental and emotional? Is that something that it's extended to? Yeah, we have found that they're very intertwined. Okay. A yeah. lot of the times, I was curious. Um, the emotional will show up physical mm-hmm. and will clear the physical I think element. it's entirely, yeah. The non-physical is the emotional and mental, and then that gets pushed out to the physical for us to be able to see. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like how it gets our attention. Yes, exactly. Right. Okay, cool. Yes, um, please. <laughs> what What do you have going on? Do you have injuries or ailments or anything like that? Yeah, so that's why I was asking too. Um the one thing that I have a uh, I've been working on physically I have a chronic uh, painful toe um, my my left front toe and I've actually been working on it with hypnosis and mm. it's been coming down but I like right oh, yeah. now it's still sore and yeah. I, I even had um, a podiatrist look at it probably about eight years ago 
And the podiatrist was just kind of like, yeah, you'd have a bum foot. And, you know, we could do surgery. It probably wouldn't help. And it'd be awfully painful. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so then what's left is, I mean, I could obviously get a second opinion from Do but, you know how it got mm-hmm. caused or when it happened? He says, the, the podiatrist says it's just like the construction of my foot. It just like one bone is a little long. and mm-hmm. um, But it's probably degenerative too, just with age, because I don't remember it bothering me um, f- 15 years ago. And I've always been an avid runner. So I would have marked it right i i i have a marking of it being in my awareness as of about 10 years ago so i've been dealing with it for about 10 years great yeah all right okay i'm gonna take my headphones off yeah come over there okay (laughs) yeah all right so now i'm gonna test to see where it is where so you just tell me where you feel it you feel it here yeah now if i go more towards the toenail yeah also went back a little bit yeah the second place that you pressed if i go higher on the foot do you feel that um I saw you like re- react a little bit, but it wasn't because pain. It's it wasn't just... pain. It was like hitting a nerve or hitting a tendon. Yeah. But if I get here. Yes. And then here. Yes. Well, how about under the foot? Not really. When I'm you t- oh, in the right there. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. All right. So here's the healing. Okay. <laughs> Now, if I press down here, do you feel it? Not the pain, no, just... Just normal pressure. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to check to see if there's any more pieces of it or if it feels better. It feels better, but it's moving toward the end of the toe. Great. No, it mo- oh, that's You're very in tune. You know that it's moving. Yeah. I'm going to test again. Yeah. Better? Yeah. I don't really feel anything. Oh, my gosh. Better? Yes. Better? Yes. There you go. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> do you have anything, Kurt? You want to get on deck? <laughs> what do you got? Shoulders? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I've been having a shortness of breath lately. When I'm, oh. you know, but I just went up to I was just kidding, but do you, do we have time? Do you want to do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there, is there a video on you, or do you want to come over you here? Can, he can come sit here. Okay. Great. Yeah, I mean, let's switch. Are you a smoker? No, I'm okay. not. I just you, haven't you been this? been running as much lately, I think is what it is. Do you feel a sharp pain or is yeah. it, it feels not great? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Push! <laughs> Can you take a deep breath in your nose? And relaxed. 
Does that seem a little deeper than yeah. usually you can take? Yeah, it does, actually. Kurt, Kurt is uh, often exposed to amazing stuff, but he's never been on the dock, yeah, exactly. on, the, on the actual I, docket. I, 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 I it's great. <laughs> the man behind the curtain comes in front of the curtain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, Jacob, that was amazing. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm really excited. So I'll report back with you guys um, for Kurt and me because it'll continue to unfold. You know, that's what it does. And um, I fully expect and affirm the continued flexibility and um, pain-free, uh, you know, flexibility and comfort and ease of, of the healing of my toe. So thank you so much for that. Yeah. Well, let's uh, head over to the studio then. Sounds great. Okay. And so we'll see you guys in another clip. Thank you again, Jacob Mondra. You guys check out all of the links in the post. If I don't talk to you at the end of this, check out all the links in the description so that you can find Jacob, his music, and everything that else that he is up to. Do you think we could put a link to the documentary on Gaia as well? Yes, absolutely. Great. So that's in there as well. Tell us the name of the documentary again. It's called The Sixth Floor. Love it. Okay, great. So we'll see you guys in just a minute. Dad, what was Earth like? I'd really like to know. Were there seasons? I heard that there were seasons and they changed all the time. Son, we have everything we need here on our new home. We have screens, we have dreams, we have things we're building. But I remember standing on the face of the earth, laughing with the monkeys, dancing in the dirt. For what it's worth, I love the way she spins. Was it hot? It was hot. Was it cold? Yeah, she could be. Was it fun? Yeah, we didn't really think of it that way at the time. But I remember standing on the face of the earth, laughing with the monkeys, dancing in the dirt. For what it's worth, I love the way she spins. of the earth laughing with the monkeys dancing in the dirt for what it's worth I love the way she spins standing on the face of the earth laughing with the monkeys dancing in the dirt for what it's worth I love the way she spins for what it's worth I love the way she spins was it green were there streams was the ocean really waving
Hey everyone, it's Trisha Carr. I'm really excited because it is the time of the year for me to offer my Animal Communication Comprehensive Program live online. Whether you are interested in the profession or if you would like to connect more deeply with your own animal family members, having an understanding of this form of telepathy will enhance your life and all of your other intuitive gifts. About once per year, I offer this program live, and that time is now. It is starting in December of 2019, and this particular live program has some bonus time added in. So the way this program works is it is delivered live online, and we also have a private study group of a beautiful community of like-hearted animal and nature lovers. Go ahead and check it out. The link is in the description, and I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for your love of animals, for your love of our planet, and for shining your light on our beautiful world.